Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's the show that unpacks sports, faith, and life. Man, it is a weird, crazy, confusing time right now, and and we are uh, glad to be able to join you today. Uh, We hope that uh, this show today can be an encouragement and an inspiration and and that we can just kind of gather together as sports fans, even though we're not uh, in physical connection, but that we can connect through this podcast and and know that uh, we're in this together as sports fans, as followers of Jesus, and, and, and as fans of unpacking it. And so uh, glad to be with you. I am joined in studio by my producer, uh, Chris Allison. And, and so we're, we're going to get into a bunch of different topics today. We'll talk mainly life and, and kind of what's going on and, of course, faith and a couple of interesting sports topics to discuss as well. Uh, as always, I want to thank our, our sponsor, Health Market Genius. You can get quotes for individual health insurance plans at healthmarketgenius.com. Know your options. Also, we're going to continue to do the the Unpack This devotional. Uh, as long as God continues to give me ideas to write about, uh, we'll write about them. Uh, and so that will come out uh, you know, every weekday uh, as of now. And we'll see how things uh, progress. But that, that's the plan. And uh, we'll do some creative things with that as well. If you aren't subscribed, uh, subscribed, uh, be sure to check out unpackingit.com slash subscribe, uh, where we take usually current sports stories. And so we'll have to be a little more creative with uh, general sports stories. And maybe we'll be historic a little bit. And uh, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. But, uh, but thanks for all the, the readers out there and the encouragement. Uh, hopefully the last couple uh, that I wrote, you know, really about this virus and sports being canceled and everything going on. Uh, I hope that those were encouraging to you. If you haven't read those, check those out at unpackingit.com. Uh, on Friday, it was about how sports stopped, you know, all the sports stopped, and and using the time that we now have freed up, uh, how are we going to fill that time? And can we really use that time to evaluate our lives, to spend more time with the Lord, uh, to be able to read, uh, I know I was able to read more this weekend, and, and it was very encouraging to me. Uh, so I hope that that, is, that was true for you as well. And, and just as you know, we don't have as much time to, uh, or we don't have games to watch, how will we spend that time? And then also, this, this idea where sports have stopped, what in our life can we evaluate to say, this needs to stop. I need to put this on pause. I need you know, some sin in our life that needs to be canceled out. Um, and, and, you know, dealt with or, or you know, certain leagues and, and said, hey, the season's over. How, do, how can we approach that to certain things in our life that, that do need to stop? And then some things in our life, well, you know what? We need to pause that right now. I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm not going to deal with that right now. I'm going to pause it and, and, and push forward later on. Um, so using some of this time to evaluate what those things are in our own lives. I know for me, here at Unpacking It, I've always got new projects, new things I'm excited about. Some of that stuff I'm going to have to put on hold right now. I don't have to trust God that at the right time he'll reveal to me when we should uh, you know, bring those things kind of to the forefront. So I'm not sure what that is for you today, but, but hopefully that's uh, something to think about and, and be encouraged by. But, uh, but let's say hello to Chris Allison as we uh, jump in here on the Unpacking It podcast. Uh, Chris, man. How you doing? It's a wild time. It is, Bryce. It's, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for having me in studio today as part of this podcast uh, where we can share the word and we can, you know, to talk about sports as best we can uh, during this time. And it is, you know, it is unprecedented, right? I mean, I'm 47. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, we had a team meeting last night. Our team, you know, I have a team oh, at yeah, home, right? Do. I have five children. 
and a beautiful wife. And, and we had a team meeting uh, last night after I got back from the store and, and, and wrestled away a couple <laughs> of uh, Charmin, uh, <laughs> a couple of, of, uh, of toilet paper packages and, and some. But you went home uh, with toilet right, paper. I went home with toilet paper. That's you. And I went home with paper towels nice. and, and, and dropped $42. So <laughs> there you go. But, um, you know, I think, you know, Bryce, there's so much that we can learn uh, about ourselves, about our families. And about society and, mm. and how to treat people in times like this, because quite honestly, you know, I saw I saw some discouraging things. Mm. I, I saw a lot of encouraging things mm. from the majority of people while, you know, you're going through and trying to get your essentials for your family. And then there's a little bit of the discouraging that you see that you you just go, man, you know, as a society, we can't even be better. You know, we can be better. So we, we not only have to take care of our families, but I think in this time we have to take care of our neighbors too. And, and that means maybe not rationing <laughs> everything, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, make sure that there's enough to go around for everybody. So, Yeah, the idea that I know it's like, oh, I just got to take care of myself and my family. Yeah. I, like I understand that. That's kind of our default perspective. Mm-hmm. But, man, if we really want to be like Jesus, we got to think about other people. Right. Think about our neighbors and how can we help? How can we serve? And then not just take, take, take and, mm-hmm. and hoard and, and all that. Now, of course, we want to you know, be wise and, and sure. get what we need. And, you know, my my what we were a little late to the game to get to the store. So last night, my, my wife went there and there was nothing left. Right. So <laughs> we, we bought like, you know, I'm sure it's delicious bakery bread, but that's not the cheap bread. That's expensive bread. We got two little loaves of expensive bread. Right. She brought it home and I go, wait, that's for sandwiches. What do we got? Mm. So, um, <laughs> you know, hey, maybe leave a loaf, take a loaf, leave a loaf. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to take every loaf. People, people are going to have moldy bread by the end of this. So, um, so yeah, I think I think this is an opportunity to to reveal who we are and and who, you know who who's going to choose to serve, but then also who's going to choose faith over fear and hope over worry and and peace over worry and and we can't do that in our own strength. And so I'm continuing to to battle that. I'm you know getting ready today, looking in the mirror, and th- you know, there are so many things that are creeping in to cause me anxiety and worry and if you go down that path it's a slippery dangerous slope because all of a sudden you start playing things out you go well if this happens or that happens or this thing uh you know causes this financially and now all of a sudden we can't do this and that and it's just and everybody's got their own kind of game that they can play in their head we have to pause we have to trust that the, the the lord is in control and even when things get as bad as they could get here we know that we have an eternal hope that we have to cling to because this world is temporary and it's hard to to do that to 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 focus on that because we are just trying to get toilet paper we are just yeah. trying to get enough bread and peanut butter and jelly and and just to you know see what's going to happen these yeah. next few weeks so that's yeah, a great point and you know as as all of this you know started as, uh, you know several weeks ago and has escalated now to where we are to the point that in the state of North Carolina and other states around the country uh, school's out at this point for at least two weeks in, in the state that we live in, in North Carolina. South Carolina is the same way. And, you know, my first thought on that was, you know, okay, if I'm a kid, I'm like, all right, two-week vacation, uh. you know, this is going to be amazing. And but, but as a parent, you don't look at it that way. You know, as a parent, you go, okay, how can we utilize this at least two-week period uh, that our kids can still grow, mm. grow, you know, educationally? grow our relationships as parents with our children, uh, grow with our faith during yeah. this time. And, you know, so I, I'm doing my best to, you know, get to the backyard more and and and, and play wiffle ball nice. or, or kick the soccer ball, right? Um, I'm trying... I'm trying to develop those relationships more with my older daughters. You know, I've got I've got daughters that are just about to enter the driving oh. uh, spectrum, right? Oh, yeah, I saw you post. So, little, yeah, little we test out. We, we kind of, you know, maybe we, we kind of snuck around to a, a deserted area in our neighborhood that had a good circle and at least got that first drive in, right? Nice. So, just trying to develop those types of memories that uh, you know that the times right now where we can get our minds off of things that can pull you down, uh, uh, you know, and and so you know, we even, so, you know, I, I saw this online and sometimes, you know, sometimes there's things online that can be very detrimental to our faith and our lives. And then there's, there's things you read where you're like, wow, what a great idea. Like reading the devotional every day, right? Uh, from unpacking it. So 
I, I saw someone post online that, you know, put together a schedule during these at least two-week period, mm. during this period, where your kids still have structure, mm. right? Where it's not just, okay, sleep till 11 and then get up and eat and then go get the phone. And, and my eighth grade daughter took, uh, I don't know, she just took it by the horns last night when I mentioned this. And she said, I'm going to develop the schedule. And, you know, she had a little help online with kind of what I had seen. And she developed a full-blown uh, 9 a.m. through about 1.45 p.m. schedule wow. for the family, right? And for the, you know, so it's, you know, it started at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, I think at 10 o'clock it was math. 11 o'clock was gym. You know, they walked around the block and stretched out and everything. And, and it goes all the way to 1.45. Lunch is mixed in there and science and social studies and all of really? these kinds of things, right? Wow. And so I thought, you know, she was so excited yesterday to put this together. But you know what struck me as maybe the most proud moment of that entire list of the schedule? She decided she wanted to start 9 a.m. with a Bible study. Oh, that's great. Right? That's and, huge. And so I saw that, and I, and I said, okay, that, what an amazing thought to start your day with Bible study with, you know, I've got kids that range between um, 15 years old all the way down to, to six. Mm. And so I asked her, this is, this is my uh, 14-year-old, I asked her, I said, who's going to conduct Bible study? Did, do you want Dad to do that? Like, what, how's, she said, Dad, I got it. I'm wow. going to do it. So I got up this morning. She had three Already, she had Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday mapped out. Oh, and good for her. Like, I'm like, what is this, right? <laughs> you I know, so that. it was so amazing. She did, uh, she did Acts 16, verse uh, 31 today, oh. with, with, and read the verse and, and asked questions, and uh, she's got the Ten Commandments on her list tomorrow. And Good for her. So, so we're taking moments, yeah. you know, that, that are completely unusual, and I'm learning about my dog. I, I had no idea she had this kind of passion in her to, um, to Le- teach lead and lead. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, anyway, it's it's been it's been a good day, right? How As we sit here today, man. it's been very encouraging. Gosh, yeah. that, that's that's very very encouraging to hear. And and really, we all have the choice. How are we going to approach these next couple of days, weeks? Mm-hmm. I hope not months, but potentially. And it's very easy to be negative and miserable and allow the circumstances to take us over. Or do we use this time to, to find value? And again, like I said, the, the kind of the free time that we now have available, because normally, you know, at night, I'm at least keeping an eye on a game or watching a game. And all weekend long, I'm, I'm, I'm at least keeping an eye on the game or watching games. And so that's been my routine. And, and I was able to, uh, work on my horseshoe pit in the backyard a little bit over the weekend, did some reading, hung out with Maddie and, and it's funny. So, you know, of course this is supposed to be March madness. You know what it yeah. is for me? Yeah. March madness. Yes. <laughs> we got a lot more March madness. So, uh, I like that. And, and Maddie's doing great. So Matt, Maddie just turned seven months, uh, on the 10th and she's really at a great, like just spot, just personality wise, mm-hmm. smiling, laughing, um, even beginning to be affectionate and kind of understanding, you know, just uh, being sweet and, and that kind of thing. So it's all been it's been awesome. Like I'm loving the stage that we're at right now. Every stage is unique and fun. However, last night, a little after midnight, I look over, I look at the clock and I go, you got to be kidding me, because what I'm hearing are the sounds of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie is going nuts. She's up at midnight going nuts, yelling like a monkey, and, and she's she's happy and joyful, but what is she doing up, and why does she sound like a monkey? I mean, I'm just laying in bed going, what is happening? Like, if, if things aren't tough enough, now I've got a monkey in the next room. So, so and that's just night one. That's night she's one. just getting started. Oh, my goodness. So I'm trying to figure out where did this come from? What is going on? And I was trying to yell back to her. Um, that didn't really work. It just it kept going. And then, then Jody was mad at me. So, right. Uh, so anyway, that's what I'm dealing with right now. But, that's uh, great. But it's, uh, yeah. So it's fun slash what in the world is going on right now? So, but 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 uh, as far as the the weekend goes, I I, I just I wanted to click around the uh, you know TV to see because I'm a programming media guy. Mm-hmm. So what was ESPN going to do? What were all the sports channels going to do all weekend long? And 
I think the idea that they went 30 for 30s and, you know, documentaries and all that, I think it was a good idea. Right. I, I have a lot of those already on DVR or on ESPN Plus, so like I didn't need to watch them necessarily. But I thought, all right, that's a good idea. They were replaying old games, you know, some old college basketball games, which were great. But there were also a few things they aired that made me scratch my head. But one thing in particular really intrigued me. Mm-hmm. It was called Slippery Stairs. Did you see this? I did not. This was unbelievable. So this was ESPN2, I think. Okay. Saturday morning, Slippery Stairs. These were kids and adults trying to climb some kind of you know contraption <laughs> that was filled with slippery liquid. They would climb up and then slide down, <laughs> climb up, slide down, and try to get to the top. And so the, the winner was able to make it up wearing these, like, tight suits, you know, like uh, uh, like bobsled suits type thing. Slippery stairs. This was a real thing. So at some point, they filmed this. They Like, this is uh, actual league or, or an event kind of thing. Like, college kids were doing this, too. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna start watching some of this just to see how creative we can get. You know, so uh, so, so that yeah. that was on the you know, bowling. Of course, made oh, it. Yes, and, and I love to to bowl mm-hmm. to actually bowl, but I can't get into watching really bowling. Yeah, I no, I can't yeah. do that. So so bowling is so it's kind of my sport. Oh oh really? Oh yeah. What so, kind of numbers are you bowling? Uh, well, I'm not anymore. See, that's the problem, right? I need to get back into it, right? I kind of quit, like. 20 uh-huh. years ago, man. So, but I grew up in the sport. So I grew up watching those. Really? Oh my goodness. Like part of, part of my relationship with my father was, you know, not only watching the baseball game of the week, because back when I was, a, you know, in the 13 and under, you got about a baseball game a week and that was it. You know, there's eight, there's like 13 channels to watch. But then we would also watch the, the PBA tour on ABC with Bo Burton and Chris Schinkle, and, and we would watch every – I mean, that was – we did not miss it every Saturday. Here I right? am making fun of bowling, no! and you're hey, the bowling that's guy. That's right, I'm the bowling guy. So, <laughs> I've, you know, I've had, I've had three perfect games. Stop uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and I've had a – I had, had no idea. I've had five honor scores, so three perfect games, a 299 and a 290 and a, and a 296, I think. But um, – Anyway, here so, I thought 130 was pretty right, good. <laughs> My 130 high high score. I got to get back into it, right? It's one of those things that I just I got so busy in my media career, right? Because there was a I don't work nearly as hard as I used to, Bryce. <laughs> like I mean, I used to work, man. I mean, it would be 6 a.m. some 6 a.m. and and my show would end at 7 p.m. Oh. and there was just no time to to do those types of things, you know? So golf was kind of out for the most part. Well, five kids, Played too. a little golf, but, um, but yeah, so that's something I'd like. Like, if, you know, maybe, maybe this time of reflection, I can yeah. find a way to get back into it because I do miss it. But, yeah, I just um, – it, probably my one regret, maybe, in life. Like, when I look back, why did I go this route, college football, you know, trying to play, you know, trying, trying to think I was a D1 athlete when at that, in, in that sport I was not um, – why not? If you're bowling perfect games, why not go this way, right? I, you know, it would have been a whole different life for me, but, um, but, but I didn't do it. So that's funny. There you go. Yeah. Wow. So what else you want to poke fun at? <laughs> Volleyball. Let's see. What, what what's next? Well, uh, the, you had the the Red Bull, Bull Ice Cross was on. Um, I also saw there. There's such thing as a simulation league. Okay. Football. Wow. Like it's not Madden. Uh huh. This is like video game football, and I, I honestly I could not figure out what was happening. <laughs> but it, it looked almost it looked pretty real, right? But it basically was Madden, but it was simulation, and they were like fake teams. They weren't they weren't NFL teams. Okay, so that was on TV. Like okay. that was the that thing. Was, yes, I have like a, a new channel that I, I don't realize. It's like I think it's esports channel mm-hmm. elevation. Uh, what's it called? Something like that. Elevation channel or something. Elevate. Um, but so anyway, so that was on. Um, and then, yeah, tons of uh, college basketball replays. Uh, NBA TV is strong right now. Right? They've got open court. They've, I was watching Larry Bird, <laughs> the old Celtics games. Oh, man. And I got to admit, I, Bird is better than people think. Bird is awesome. Bird is awesome. Larry Bird is yes. awesome. Like, I know he gets mentioned, but like, sometimes I kind of downplay, like, eh, was he really that good? Yeah. Some of the shots he he, he hit, yeah, he, yeah, he's the real deal. And the three point line, I, I mean, I'm trying to think. Did it wasn't he, utilized as much, yeah. but he could. I mean, I mean he could definitely oh, hit the three. Man, no, he, yeah, you know, early in his career, I mean, I don't think the three point line was even out, you know, and 
he would. Yeah, maybe uh, not. That guy would kick. He he would kick it in from everywhere on the floor. <laughs> and I loved watching Larry Bird back in the day. And I remember, you know, maybe we could, you know. I, I need to probably search for some of these, but you know some of the old Laker Celtic rivalries in the '70s and the playoffs, and uh, you know the the Magic and you know you know the the '76ers and 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 the Lakers, and just some of those unbelievable games and with with Hall of Famers all over the floor. If I'm NBA TV, I am. I'm bringing all of that back right now, right? Yep, yep. And, so and you know what's cool too? A lot of the kids, like my kid, I've got I've got an 11 year old son. He already recognizes all of these folks, you know, all of these Hall of Famers that we grew up watching because they're part of the legends on, let's say, NBA 2K. Oh, you know? yeah. So he's That's already, right. you know, connected to, you know, I asked him yesterday. He goes, Dad, you want to play uh, one game of, ba- of NBA 2K with me? He goes, I'm going to be the Sixers legend team so I can see what Dr. J's got. You know, and I'm like, Man, that's 11 cool. years old. So, so some of these, some of the kids, I think, would even relate. To, to at least know these names. Yeah, and to see them from a video game perspective yeah. is interesting. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then now I'm watching the grainy uh, 80s, late 80s, early 90s replays of, of some of these games. So yeah. I, I do like some of that. So that, that's pretty pretty strong. We've come a long way in high def, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It really is. Uh, the way we used to have to watch games through grainy, uh, uh, fuzzy screens and now you feel like you're there. Gosh. You know? Now you like I said, happen. you flip yeah. through and you see a simulation game and it's not that far off. <laughs> I know. It's like, wait, is that real fo- is that the <laughs> XFL? Oh no, it's a video game. Are you kidding me? Uh, That's great. So that, that so the other so the reality is sports were light this weekend. Oh, yeah. We know that uh, of course. But it gave me a chance to catch up on the the DVR, uh watch the movie. You know, I'm a big TV guy. So this time I love sports, and that usually like takes priority over you know watching other stuff. Or the way I've got it set up in my man cave, when I'm with my wife on the weekends, we can watch a show that we both like, and then I've got on my secondary TV sports on. So now I can just focus in on the the one TV. So I don't even have <laughs> necessarily have to have the second TV going. Um, but I, I got to ask you a couple shows that that we're into now. I'm yeah. Curious if you if you're watching any of these. People will laugh at me. I feel like I, I hate to even admit this. But I, but I'll boldly say I love the Masked Singer. Have oh, you seen this? It is one of our favorites. <laughs> All right, good. Absolutely. All right, good. Yes. It's almost like you have to be in the closet with it. No, but no, you no, got it's, love it's, it's, it's a hilarious We've show. Watched, this is season two um, or, th- or three, maybe. I think it's season three. We watched every season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've watched every it's episode. A great show. Great show. It is. I would highly recommend if you like watching any of the music shows. So let's say you're the Voice, the American Idol. If you like those types of shows. Yep. Watch the Mass Singer, and I would even say so. I don't watch those other shows, okay, yeah. but I watch the Mass Singer, right? And that's and I, I get it. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it, it's just so well for me. I, I just love the guessing of who it could be. Exactly. And as somebody who's you know loves radio and voices, that concept yeah. of it, like, wait, do I know the tone of that voice? Yes. And so right now, I'll say it here on the show. Yes. One of our former guests is singing right now. And you okay? I've, I, now I, you've just I, recognized I'm guessing that voice. It. I'm guessing it. Okay, Barry Zito. Barry Zito. Barry Zito is the um, ah. Is it the hippo or what? Okay, there's a hippo on right now. Is that what it is? Uh, yes, I think that's who he yes. is. The tall one. Whoever the tall. That is Barry Zito. That's Barry Zito. Okay, that's my so guess. I'm taking that home. So you've heard. You've I'm gonna, heard that. I'm going to pull, pull that one out. I won't yeah. tell my wife when we're watching the next episode exactly. that you told me that. Go with that. Okay. So I'm almost. I'm almost positive on him. When he was on the show, you talked to him about his music ability. Absolutely. Yes. And so yeah, as it's, soon as I started thinking, I go, oh, the ba- I forget which clue got me. In Nashville, there's a Nashville clue. Yes. So anyway, so yes. I'm in on Barry yeah. Zito. All right. So I'll give you one. Oh, who do you right? got? Uh, so I've got one. And it is. I am one hundred percent. Yep. Right. This and they have not guessed this name yet on the show. The banana. The banana. The banana. Do you know who the banana? No, is? No, I don't know who the banana All is. All right. So the banana lights out. Game over. It's not anyone else but this guy. It's Brett Michaels. The lead really? singer of Poison is the banana, and it's not even close. And oh, it's you know for sure. Not even close. Yes. Oh, that's like great. I've seen again. I've seen, and that's you're, you, know, the, you love that kind of era. Yeah, guy, you right? like that. So I've seen, I've seen him in concert. I, you know, I'd be in the closet about this about how many times I've seen this guy in concert. Right? I mean, uh. whether it's solo or with his band, including just recently in Rock Hill, North Carolina, uh, South Carolina. But it's him. So. Hate to be spoiler alert for everyone listening. I feel like Donald Trump with my hands right now. I'm uh, like, oh, like, like, I know. But it is, it's Brett. 
and it's not even close. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah. That, so while well, you're watching okay. it, you you can now that you say, yeah, I, mean, I know yeah, enough uh, yeah. of his you, voice. Yeah, to, you can see his, it's not his voice. It's his voice. It's the way he struts. It's the way he points to the crowd. It's, it's oh, kind that's, of, so, oh, that's great. It's kind of cool. And he, he would do something like that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah he, he's been yeah. in, you know, he's different uh, reality shows. No, and he all that. won. Um, he won The Apprentice. The Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, he did. He won. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. So la- I think it was last season. I knew right away it was Chris Daughtry. Oh, I'm of a course. Big yes, Daughtry no fan. No question. Did, oh, you knew yes, him too? Absolutely. But nobody guessed him. I know. I know. It's, I don't think they guessed him at all the whole I time. It, I had it the whole way. You did? Okay. Absolutely. I did too. I'm a big yeah, Daughtry guy. I love guy. Daughtry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, big, big, I've seen him in concert. We're kind of be hush about that. I've seen him a couple times too. You got to, you know. I don't know why. He's it's great. Not, it's not cool, I guess, to like Daughtry, but I like I like. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> hit after hit. And speaking of another band that's not cool to like, Nickelback. I like Nickelback. But. The Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, yes. I was leaving this morning, and my <laughs> wife was watching TV, and the Goo Goo Dolls were performing yes. on one of the morning shows. Uh-huh. And they, they've got a new hit. Yes. They've still got it. I, I, I just... They've been doing it forever. I just saw them. Oh, you did? Yes. I've like seen them at concert, four or five too. five months ago, so, yeah. No, they've, they're, they're phenomenal. Yes, man. So... Yeah. Anyway. See, that, see, this is no more sports for <laughs> a little while, so this is kind of where we, we reconnect with those other things. Well, it's funny because people feel like all I know are sports because yeah. that's, like, that's all I talk about. Sure. But I'm a huge music, uh-huh. movie, mu- uh, uh, TV guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I love it all. So yeah. I'm, I'm just a media guy overall. But um, So now it gives me a chance to, to catch up on some of this stuff. And, like, love it. on Saturday, I was, or maybe Sunday, I was playing music for, uh, for Maddie. We were sitting around listening to music. She loves music. That's great. And I'm playing all sorts of different genres, seeing what <laughs> she likes. And she was, uh, she was, she was feeling it. Yep. So That's fantastic. Some of the stuff growing up listening to. So it was cool. Any other TV shows you're? Um, and, oh, speaking of la- with yeah. The Masked Singer, has Gronk? Have they announced? Uh, it's again, Gronk's on the show. He's on the show, He's but he the- hasn't been revealed yet, has no, he? But no. we just all know for sure no. that's Gronk. Yeah, and okay. I think it's just next week that they'll come back. Okay, he made it through, made which it was through. shocking. Yes. Yes. So Gronk is also like, he's on the show. He was so obvious so right. quickly. Right. Exactly. Was- exactly. Yeah. So there's no no question. Got Gronk? I forget what his. I forget what his. Uh, I know, but he creepy, was so obvious. Whatever he's dressed up as. But so if you don't watch the Mass Singer, get in on that. Uh, uh-huh. Other shows. Let's see. So some of our go-to shows, we like Bull, Last Man Standing, mm-hmm. uh, Love Tim Allen. Um, you know what show just ended that was one of my favorites? Fresh Off the Boat. I don't know that show. Did you yeah. ever watch that? Th- uh-uh. uh, a Chinese-American family. Hilarious. Wow. They, basically, it takes place in the 90s. Okay. So it's like when I grew up, and I'm one of three boys, so they have three boys, and we watched them grow up. That show just ended, so I was bummed okay. to see that end. Uh, another one of my favorite shows ended in the fall, uh, Suits. Okay. Did you ever get into yeah, Suits? My wife watched Suits. I did not necessarily get into it, but yes, it's one of her shows. Yeah, that, sure. I got yeah. into that early. Uh, yeah. And that show is all about friendship and coworkers being friends. Really cool show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that ended. So those are some of my go-tos. We're into uh, – I, I do like the Chicago shows. So oh, you do? I never watched Chicago Med I can't do because I'm just – sometimes medical – Emergencies kind of freak me out a little bit. I just have a hard time really staying with it. But Chicago Fire is after Chicago Med. It's really good. Mm. And Chicago PD is fantastic. I've always enjoyed that. That's the, the, those series, at least. I kind of let I, – I normally go edit unpacking it while Chicago Med is on. There you and go. then I'll come back over and, nice. and watch the other two shows. So, so we dig those shows and all the music shows. You know, okay, we, so you're all in on really, those. Really enjoy – um, yeah, so it's a good time to reconnect, you know? Yeah. Although a lot of these shows may not be in production here for a little while. We'll have to see what happens I with know. that. But That's a good point. Yeah, you kind of wait to see. You know, the, the one thing about um, The Masked Singer, it's all taped. It's up, done. You know, it's so, already done. Yeah, it's already done. So We're good to go there. We're, we're good to go. Yeah, don't, you can't be leaving show. me hang, hanging <laughs> on that. But I, you know, I, I, I watch uh, a lot of the, I record DVR, the, uh, the late night talk shows, and I'm actually different. I like the interviews. Okay. Some people watch these guys for the, the monologues. monologues. I'm the opposite. I go for the <laughs> interviews. So I record when, when you know, actors or whatever that I like sure. are on. Um, so able to catch up on some of those. But they're about to do that without studio audiences. Yes. All those guys are recording. Colbert and That's Fallon right. and Kimmel, yeah. all those guys. Um, so I am catching up on those. And another show that I always record is Inside the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten a little bit behind 
So I'm rewatching some of Inside the NBA, and that's funny to watch now that the NBA is canceled for right. now or postponed. <laughs> um, so I have been I've been watching a little bit of that. So yes. Anyway, that's that's uh, that's some of the stuff uh, we're we're catching up on. There there is one sport that seems to still be moving along, which is the NFL. So right. we're waiting to see. Maybe you know, right now as we're recording, the the new league is supposed to get going this week. Uh, or you know everything becomes official. They can start mm-hmm. talking to free agents, all that kind of thing. But we're already seeing some guys resign, sign extensions. Um, saw Kirk Cousins, which is interesting. They've given him more more, more money. money. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I I scratch my head a little bit. Like I like him, but he's been on the show before. But I to, the amount of confidence the Vikings have in yes. Cousins is surprising <laughs> to me. I'll put it that way. But. But that's okay. Yes. But, but the big news, the new CBA. So mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about this. And the the idea that now we're going to see an extended season next year. Mm-hmm. But we're already, we're already going to see the expanded playoff, which is interesting. So two more teams make the playoffs. And I'm in favor of this. So, mm-hmm. so I'm the commissioner of my fantasy league. And I've always been in favor of we have 14 owners. Eight out of the 14 make the playoffs. And the reason I like it for fantasy and now for the NFL, more teams are alive to fight for the playoffs. And to me, that adds more intrigue down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And I like that only one team and now in the NFL will get a bye. I like teams playing. I'm, I'm not, right. I haven't always been a fan of the bye. And in fantasy, no buys. I'm not a fan of buys in fantasy. I want to play. And so in, 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 uh, with the NFL now, the number one seed will get a bye. And now we'll get... Three wild card games on Saturday, three wild card games on Sunday. Most likely, I was reading all about it, how the TV schedule will be. Most likely, it'll be a one o'clock, four thirty, and eight o'clock. Love we'll it. be loaded up for two days, baby. Yes, I love it. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I am too. And, you know, there's what? There's 32 NFL teams, right? And now um, we're up to 14 yep. that make the playoffs. So it's still yeah, less it, than half the less, league. still less than half the league. Uh, the the counter argument to what you're saying is you know that you know that that there's more competition at the end of the season for fighting for for playoff spots, which is absolutely true. I guess the counterpoint to that would be, but it but maybe the regular season games become a little bit less important in some people's minds in the beginning of the you know as the season's going along. I don't buy into that. I I, every, I don't think one game every NFL team hits hits the field to win. Uh, and unless you know you're already eliminated and you want a better <laughs> draft spot, and then you know you you, you put you know you, Kyle Allen out and, <laughs> and you you do what the the Panthers did at the end of the season because I don't think they were real interested in winning games on the back no. end of the last year. But the point is, 14 teams make the playoffs. You get the six, uh, you, you get the three wild card games each day, and I think it's the the buy situation is interesting because the way it had been, two teams get a buy. So if you're 14 and one, uh, or let's say you're 14 and one going into week 17 because you've had your bye week, and the other team is 13 and two, but then everyone else below that, so you already you know who your bye teams are going to be. So those two teams kind of coast oh, yeah. at the end of the year. Well, now it's not going to necessarily be the case unless there's, there's one there, runaway unless team. Unless there's a runaway team, <clears throat> but if, if if you're within a game, oh yeah, you know the, then you're not going to see a lot of resting guys and that kind of stuff in week 17. They're going to be playing. Or week 18. Or, or week 18 at that point. Yeah, right? now it'll be week yeah, 18. They're going to be playing. So it's going to be fun to watch all of this. Yeah, so. I think I was against adding two more games. It just seemed like, wow, now we're really right. changing things, and especially with player safety and all that. But to take one preseason game away, which that fourth one was always weak anyway. And now that's going to be a bye week, so to speak. Yeah, right, right before the yeah, year. Yeah. So they play three, th- three preseason games, then a bye, then you start the season. And. The best thing that I don't know if this is getting publicized enough. Uh-huh. If the schedule plays out how we expect it to, the Super Bowl will be on the Sunday, the day before President's Day. Okay. And most people have Love President's Day off. off. All right. Okay. It's now a holiday. <laughs> we finally get the post Super Bowl holiday. That's great. Now, for us in the sports world, we love to work that day anyway. So we'll do oh, a yeah. podcast and sure. everything else we do. But, um, but just in general, people get off. Yes. And so now Super Bowl parties can be even more fun. There you go. So I, I like it. I like that aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I like <laughs> but, it. But yeah, I wasn't. I actually, a lot of people were like, oh, get rid of preseason. Like, we don't need preseason. I do think there's, 
you got to ease into the year. It's so hard to go from, especially now with training camp, mm-hmm. it's not as intense as it once was. That's true. For guys to just flip a switch. Now, they do it in college football, I get, but a lot of times they have warm-up games. Not everyone, but some. Even though don't call App State a warm-up game. <laughs> right, Michigan? There you um, go. But to go, okay, training camp, preseason, regular season, the intensity level, it kind of yeah. eases in. So I understand the value of preseason and guys fighting for a roster. But that fourth game always seemed to be a waste. Right. It was like those guys even playing the roster a lot of times. A lot of times. And it wasn't a waste for probably three guys on the roster. Three guys. And the, and the general manager trying to figure out, all right, uh, I'm, I'm trying to fill spots 47, 48, and 49, or you know, whatever. So, but um, as fans, we couldn't even really watch those oh, games. No, unwatchable. So now we get right. three. Like the first two, it's like, oh, football's back. Yes. <laughs> and then whoever the backups are, oh, okay, cool. We get to see yeah. some of the rookies play and get in there. And then game three is really that dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And now we get to play. And then you got a bye week, so you know, yeah. a week off in between. So I would still expect game three to be the big one, right? That's the one you'll play your starters so. through the second through 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 halftime and into the third quarter. So yeah. looking forward so to I it. So I like yeah. the I think the so the CBA from a fan's perspective, that's what we focus on. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not worried about whether guys are making millions more or less. I mm-hmm. this is not my concern. I'm trying to keep what? keep my own world afloat here um so uh, yeah but but as far as how it affects us i am curious i was reading all about the the tv deals i am curious how you know abc fox cbs all all of them divvy up games moving forward this opens up of course another week of games will that mean more international games mm-hmm. because there is this extra week where it's been set up so cleanly where you have eight home games, eight away games, mm-hmm. and then one bye in a 17-week season, now it's different. And will they even add another bye week during the season? I think is another mm-hmm. question mark. I'm not fully sure on how that will play out. Um, and so after Thursday night games, will then teams get a bye? After traveling to London, then they get a bye? That kind of thing. Um, and then will some seasons you get less home games than someone else? How does that you know, how does that factor into a, a competitive advantage? Mm-hmm. How many neutral sites? I've heard other people, I think Dan Patrick was talking about it. How cool would it be to have neutral games at college football spots, like going to ne- Nebraska to have a right. to have an NFL yes. game in yes. Nebraska at a neutral site? Right. To me, that's that, cool. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Give, yeah. you know, give some of these other cities that don't normally have NFL but have big stadiums mm-hmm. that could pack it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some uh, uh, things you can explore moving forward yeah. with that extra week. Yeah. I heard a, a caller from, like, the state of Montana yeah. uh, before the NCAA tournament was, was postponed. He was like, hey, we're good up here. We don't, get, we don't get to see sports like this, you know, in person. Move everything here. You know? oh, 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 we have no, no <laughs> yeah, viruses right, up yeah, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're good, you know. So uh, kind of, you know, it, it would uh, – It'll be interesting just to see how everything is is laid out, but uh, with certainly uh, the with, with the CBA changes coming up twenty in the year of twenty twenty for the National Football League or twenty or, yeah yeah twenty twenty this yeah. coming season yeah, this they're coming moving season. to yeah, seventeen yeah. games. So look forward to, to just seeing how all this works out. But just go Chiefs, right? Just there you go. You <laughs> coming coming back, the reigning champs. Yeah, I, I guess it will affect too. I mean, you, you start thinking about and again NFL records aren't necessarily as, um, uh, you know, we know the numbers in baseball. We know the home run numbers. And the, yeah. you know, NFL records are not, you know, Drew Brees has got, what, the most I yards. And, but, I mean, now you're going to have 17 games instead of 16. Um, so that, you know, it, for those that are, like, diehard record-type <sighs> people, you know, it is going to affect some of those things, I guess. But. Then it just it, it always goes back to eras. Right. you got to exactly. look at eras. Exactly. you got to compare – you know, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, you know, contemporaries, uh-huh. those kind of guys. Yeah, hard to, hard to compare that to Troy Aikman. Yeah. Who, I don't know if Troy Aikman ever threw for 3,000 yards. Like or ever threw it over yeah. 30 times in a game. Exactly. 2,500 you know, kind of to 3,000 yards when he played was a good number. Now we see 5,000-yard seasons, so it's yeah, a whole different baby. It is. And it'll yeah. be – and it was only getting – those numbers were being skewed even more so. And now with guys like Lamar Jackson running the ball more, yeah. I mean – Stats are just yeah crazy just, yeah well not yeah and plus the rule changes I mean it's just <laughs> and those are only changing more to encourage yeah, offense and right. and yeah that that extra game will affect things for sure good stuff yeah um so yeah because I was always 
like with college football and their overtime rule, uh-huh. like it's more fun to watch. Yes. But it always messes me up as a fantasy, <laughs> even though I don't play college football fantasy. Uh-huh. It's like, come on, this guy now threw for eight touchdowns. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Right. You can't do that in the NFL because right. that would really mess up fantasy. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did the college overtime game yes. in the NFL? You'd have to limit. Like oh your, my your goodness! Touchdown passes would have to be worth like two instead of six. I mean, you have to. Yeah, you could not do up. that. Just your overtime touchdowns. Yeah. So, because that would be outrageous. Right. So anyway, so now yeah, with an extra game that does uh, that makes it interesting. And as a commissioner of fantasy, we actually had a sweet schedule because we have fourteen teams. Uh huh. Thirteen weeks, you play everybody. Sure. Everybody wants. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And then week so that's through thirteen weeks, and then fourteen, fifteen, sixteen uh-huh. are your playoffs. Yeah. And now that's messed up. That's, <laughs> that's I don't know what we'll do. We may just keep that. We may just keep that same schedule uh-huh. and do something different yeah. for week seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Maybe a lot it, to think about. I got a lot to contemplate. You could add two more, two more, two more teams. Now you got sixteen. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, you could maybe go that route. I don't know. That's interesting. It waters down the pool of players, right? That's yeah. okay. That's a lot of. That's sixteen teams in a fantasy league. Is a lot of teams, though. You you can shrink Here. you can shrink your bench and shrink your starters. Yeah, you go one receiver instead of two, that sure. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, all right, <laughs> something to think about with no sports going on. <laughs> We're still wondering where is Tom Brady going to go right. now? Yes. He's not going to the Titans. No. How about Ryan Tannehill getting right. a huge deal? That's right, yeah. huge deal. Bringing him back, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I don't know if it's good for them, but I mean, he certainly had moments last year where he was. You know, that was a good football team last year. By the way, the yeah. Titans were really a lot. You know, they had. They were pretty balanced on both sides of the football. So. And they're running it back. Yeah. They franchise Derrick Henry, uh-huh. and I'm, in, I'm intrigued by yeah. them for sure. Yeah. Um, but Tannehill, gosh, <laughs> it just shows you certain guys, they can have a great second half of their career. Uh-huh. And I think that gives hope to even Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston. Sure. That if they go to a new team, new opportunity, even starting as a backup, I think about guys like Josh McCown later in his career, mm-hmm. got that opportunity. Um even if it doesn't work, you know, that first that first go around. Right. So um and maybe even a guy like Mitch Trubisky, it might not work out in Chicago. <laughs> maybe later on in his career it could work. So Ryan Tannehill Tannehill, I think, gives hope to certain guys that came in as as higher draft picks, mm-hmm. didn't quite fit, circumstances surrounding those players. Uh you go somewhere else and you get a good run game, a good defense, now all of a sudden he's the right fit. Tannehill's mm-hmm. the right fit in Tennessee. So uh yeah. pretty interesting. All right, man. Well, Anything else? I'm good, man. Good? Thanks so much for the time. This has been, this is, uh, you know, I, we came here with a lot of, I think, positive energy. And I've been smiling for the last half hour. So hey. that's what it's all about, right? Hey, talk a little mass Singer. That's right. Your boy, Brett Michaels. Barry <laughs> Zito. Barry Zito. That's right. Go watch the mass Singer, guys. Catch yes. up on the mass Singer. <laughs> if you watch the mass Singer, I expect an email. That's and, right. And you let us know that you're in the circle. You're... <laughs> People are watching. It's like a huge show. Yeah. But I feel like people won't admit it. Right. <laughs> Nobody admits it. But the email, Bryce at unpackingit.com. And, and let's let's wrap up the show uh, with Unpack This. So my thought to unpack today is all about this idea that we are missing out on sports right now. And it's March. And it's like, wait, what, what do we do with ourselves? Th- this time of year, I'm... Um, I'm supposed to be filling out my bracket. I'm missing out on that. Um, I'm missing out on you know seeing the conference championships from this past weekend and the the bracket show. And it really hit me last night. I'm flipping through the channels, and what was scheduled was a breakdown of the bracket. You know, this was probably I don't know eight eight o'clock at night, which would have been after the release of the bracket. There's a show on CBS Sports Network that should have been discussing it, but instead it was some other random. I can't remember what it was, but. This idea that we are missing out on sports, we are missing out on the NBA and and college basketball and you know everything else. And there was even a, a notification that popped up that that said, you know, this idea about the NBA suspension. What if it ends up being permanent? And, and the notification said five storylines we might miss out on if the season doesn't resume. And then on ES, and that was from the Athletic. Then on ESPN.com. There's an article with the headline, What If? Some of the possible storylines will miss in the 2020 NCAA tournament. And so uh, constant reminders of what we're missing, what we're not getting, what we don't get to experience right now in the sports world as sports fans. And the reality is missing out on basketball might be front and center right now, 
But we deal with these types of feelings a lot. The feelings of missing out. You know, people call it FOMO, the fear of missing out. And it attacks all of us in different ways. And you know, from a life perspective, you've got people who hold back from getting married because they're afraid they're going to miss out on the single life or some kind of perceived freedom that they think they have. And then I know for me now as a, a new dad, we're forced to say no to so many social activities, which you know leaves me contemplating what I'm missing out on. It's like, oh man, I, I didn't get to go to this game or that game or you know, whatever, especially in the fall, I, I, I said no to more things than I ever have in my life. And so you're like missing out on things. And, and so, and then at work, I, I've got the fear of missing out oftentimes. And, and I'll say yes to more things than I can really handle. It's like, oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Let's, you know, let's get lunch or let's do this. And, and it's like, oh, that it's that fear of missing out. And, and so this, this idea is, it's regular. It's a regular thing. Right now, it's specific to basketball, but we experience it a lot. But what I started thinking about is how the idea of missing out infiltrates whether or not we decide to follow Jesus and follow him each day. So in general, surrendering, giving our life to Jesus, but then also, you know, dying to ourselves each day and and so it becomes if I truly follow Jesus today, what am I missing out on? That's what we get concerned about. And and so he calls us to surrender, to give up our life, to take up our cross, to die to ourselves, and we have to ask what am I willing to give up, sacrifice or let go of? And oftentimes it's really hard to do and so many hesitate to go all in with Jesus because they don't like missing out on what the world has to offer. And so the common thing to say is, well, what do you mean? I'm going to have to make changes at work or with my lifestyle or certain choices. And maybe the way that I spend my time, I'm going to be missing out on this or that if I decide to follow Jesus. And, and so too many people would rather you know, not miss out on the fun of life or power, money, worldly success so they decide not to follow Jesus. But what's so crazy and, and, and the truth that, that really is, is there is that missing out on all of that stuff is, is the wrong perspective on what we're missing out on. The choice to not follow Jesus and be with him forever is truly missing out. Like, that's what missing out is. Not all this stuff with the world. I mean, that stuff is so temporary and they're just temporary satisfactions that that the world tricks us into thinking that we need or, or that's what we should want but anything we give up to surrender to, to as in surrender and sacrifice for Jesus as we follow him is absolutely worth it and it's the best choice we can make we're not missing out on stuff and even if we are it doesn't matter it pales in comparison to what we gain with Christ and and this verse in in Matthew uh, chapter 10, verse 39, sums this up pretty well. And, um, I mean, the verse is powerful, and, and you've maybe heard it before, and it's one of those verses that you really have to meditate on and consider. And so for today's devotional, I, I shared all three verses, if you, if you get the written version in your email inbox. Uh, but I'll share these with you right now. So it's Matthew ten thirty nine. It says, whoever finds his life in this world, and this is the amplified version, whoever finds his life in this world will eventually lose it through death, and whoever loses his life in this world for my sake will find it. That is life with me for all eternity. So this is what Jesus is saying as he encourages his, you know, to, to say, come follow me, die to yourself, take up your cross every day. And then in the, the New Living Translation, it says, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. And so it's this complete turnaround from our mindset. It's going from, oh, no, I'm afraid I'm going to miss out on this or that in, in life and in the world in order to follow Jesus. But it's, no, 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 no. I don't want to miss out on the joy and the peace and the eternal life that Jesus has to offer me. That's what I don't want to miss out on. So I'm going to surrender. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to give up anything else, anything else the world has to offer. It doesn't matter because I'm going to follow Jesus. And in the message version, kind of the paraphrase of, of verse 38 and 39, it says, 
If you don't go all the way with me through thick and thin, you don't deserve me. If your first concern is to look after yourself, you'll never find yourself. But if you forget about yourself and look to me, you'll find both yourself and me today. But if you forget about yourself and look to me, you'll find both yourself and me. So the reality is when we give up our our own way, we surrender, we find the Lord, we find our true self, we find our true life, we find everything that we need, and we're no longer concerned about what we're missing out on. Jesus satisfies, Jesus fulfills, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so today, I I hope that that's an encouragement to you to to truly sacrifice, to truly give give up whatever we're holding back, to follow him and, and enjoy the life that he has for us both now and for eternity. And so uh, go, go check out that verse for yourself, Matthew 10, 39. Meditate on it, consider it, and, and unpack it today. And uh, let's, stop, let's stop worrying about what we might miss out on if we, if we follow Jesus. Man, it's, it's so much more to, to be concerned about what we're missing out on if we're not living the full life in Him, the life that He has for us. Man, I don't want to miss out on, on what Jesus has for me today and moving forward. Hang in there. I know this is a tricky time for all of us, and, and we just got to keep looking to the cross. Let's keep looking to the cross. I'm Bryce Johnson. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, appreciate the emails, Bryce at unpackingit.com. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.